Nikita Koloff, the Russian nightmare, no, the devil's nightmare here from It's Time to Man Up, challenging men to step into their true manhood. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Show. We've had a bit of a technical snafu, which happens sometimes with our intros, but this particular Christian Car Guy Show is Oh Christmas Tree 2, right? If you listened to this show last year, the first weekend in December, it was Oh Christmas Tree 1, and interestingly, I had Bill Mixon, my Christian insurance guy, with me then, and I have him with me again. And Fortunately, we're going to get his mic on here in a second, so go ahead. Yes, it's always a pleasure to be in with you, Robbie. <laughs> so we're having, again, a few struggles. We'll get it together. But anyway, um, what happened last year was we talked on and on and on about the idea of trees are everywhere, and they, they signify Christmas in so many different ways. So today's Christmas car, Christian Car Guys show is brought to you by the Hebrew letter Zadik, which if you were to look at the letter, it looks a lot like a tree, and it means righteousness. And, and so it's interesting that the world got made right um, on the cross, right, Bill? Yeah, I love the idea that it's an evergreen tree. You know, evergreen, it's uh, beautiful and smells wonderful. It does smell wonderful. We're going to get into that. We've got all sorts of different ways we're going to go into that. Oh, you've got our intro ready to play. So we're going to actually play the intro so that you can hear what I wanted you to hear at the beginning. So go ahead. Carmen, go ahead and play it. We hope it's coming. No, that's the outro. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Okay, that was the an intro with the outro at the same thing. But anyway. It's a jazzy tune to get things started. <laughs> it's okay, Carmen. We'll just we'll just go on with the show, as they say in the in in the showbiz, right? You just gotta go Oh, here it comes. Oh, I love uh, that. Carmen, that's interesting, but let's just 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 there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps trying, but that's okay. Quit trying. We're, we're, we're good, Carmen. We're good. So it's all fine. It'll all come out okay. <laughs> anyway, so if you have eyes to see it, you really do. And, and, and today, if you would kind of think about John chapter 10. And in John chapter 10, I think I can make a case Again, when we're thinking about trees, when we're thinking about righteousness, when we're thinking about Christmas, why is it that the whole world seems to want to light up trees? Well, in John chapter 10, you might see that that happened 
on the 25th of Kislev, right? Because it says in John chapter 10 that it was the Feast of Dedication. Well, the Feast of Dedication is, most people would know, as Hanukkah, or that some people even call it the Festival of Lights. And so Jesus was teaching on that particular holiday, <laughs> which, and what he was teaching may be of, of great value when you think about that. He was going to light up everybody's Christmas trees for all time uh, as they begin to unravel what it was he was sharing. And so when you look at the original dedication of the tabernacle, and, and again, you're just going to have to stick with me here in a minute and you'll, you'll get to it. See, when Moses went into the tabernacle in Numbers chapter 7, if you look at the last verse of Numbers chapter 7, he's going to do the dedication for the original. They're, they're going to dedicate the altar on the original tabernacle. And there were a lot of things that they had to do in order for this to take place. And actually, it happened on the eighth day, which is similar to the eight lights that you see when you're on the festival lights of Hanukkah. But anyway, so as Moses goes in there, he hears a voice of the Lord, and it's coming from the mercy seat, which is tremendously significant because if you know that the mercy seat is Jesus, then you can pretty much know that Moses was hearing Jesus. And what he was told to do is hugely significant. So if you move from Numbers chapter 7 to Numbers chapter 8, it's the very next verse, it says that the Lord told Moses to tell Aaron to light the menorah. Well, <laughs> again, if you knew the menorah, it's like the big candlestick is what people call it. But when you look at the way it was originally designed, it was designed to look like a tree. It was an almond tree. It's got branches. It's got fruit. It's got buds. It's got all these things. So what was, what was this voice that Moses heard? when my sheep hear my voice, which is what all about John chapter 10 is, is my sheep hear my voice. And what is he getting told to do? He's on the 25th, by the way, of Kislev, which is their month of December, so to speak, if you, if you, if you get the challenge there, <laughs> that all of a sudden he's getting told to light it up. And so is it just a coincidence that you think that we light Christmas trees on the 25th of December? When it happens to be the darkest month of the year, there's, there's no doubt that, that you see this. And then you, you go back to the idea of what, what is light and how does that go on. And in John chapter 1, right, we find out that, you know, in him was life and that life was the light of the world. I mean, the light of men. And, and so just go back to Genesis a minute and say, what well, was the first thing that God did after he made the earth? Or when he began to make the earth, right? Let there be light, right? That was, was, that was yes, one of the first things done. And so, what was in the middle of the in the of the garden that he made was this tree of life. And the Jews have taught for centuries that the tree of life was lit. Well, that would only make kind of sense when you think about it, because if Jesus is the light of the world, and and so you almost get this sense that what we are rehearsing or the reason why we are so enchanted and you can take any three-year-old and put them in front of a Christmas tree and they're just in awe. Why? Because we're all looking for Eden. We're all looking for the tree of life. We're all looking for this, 
this idea and for it to light up on the 25th of December in a dark world is a beautiful thing. I love a good Christmas tree. (laughs) We've got ours sitting there ready to be decorated. (laughs) We did too. That's interesting. So here's another little fun fact. So if you're going to go into the tabernacle back in the day, right, and we're just trying to get that whole Christmas feel around what's going on, so that original dedication happened around that same time when, when Moses was dedicating that tabernacle. And they were told that they were to burn frankincense in front of the bread of the presence. And we've done a whole show on the bread of the presence, so I won't go into all that. But if you ever, I just happen to be dealing with some frankincense because I'm going to use it for a Christmas party that I'm doing later today. And as I'm sitting there handling this frankincense, I'm, and I'm also handling my Christmas tree, I'm smelling the two and I'm going, well, wait a minute. So when they walked into the, the holy place with this lit almond tree, right? They're smelling, I mean, if you smell frankincense, it smells just like Christmas. I'm just telling you. And so can you imagine you walk into, you know, for those of us who celebrated Christmas all our life, and when you smell that smell of, of a pine tree, you immediately think Christmas. Well, can you imagine you walk into the tabernacle, what do you see? You see this lit up almond tree, and you see, and you smell Christmas. In frankincense, I'm just saying. So those of us that went on to the electric trees need, <laughs> need to get us some of that Christmas smell. <laughs> right, well, I, it, you know, it was interesting. I ordered some frankincense because I'm going to do this whole thing on bread in Bethlehem on, on, on the Christmas party that I'm doing today. And since, you know, the, I wanted to get some real frankincense, and, and so I'd been messing with it ever since last night. Um. And and I and I but I was trying to in my mind I'm going, this this smell is awfully familiar. It wasn't, you know, strange to me at all, but as I began to think, wow, it smells like Christmas. It looks like Christmas. These lights, these things. And so we're rehearsing this story, right, which is God's story, which things are gonna get made right by a tree. They were made right by the wood of Noah's Ark. We talked about this last year, you know. There's wood in every sacrifice that it's it's what's burned in order to make the burnt offerings, right? There's certainly wood on the cross, and you get this picture. So if you look at Christian Car Guy today, the website, I posted this beautiful picture that has a cross, a menorah, and a Christmas tree all lined up, so you kind of get the picture. But I'm hoping we can actually play our intro in a, in a minute and... <laughs> We could get to part of what I wanted to do in the show today. Thanks so much, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, we learn from all your beauty. 
uh, it's a fascinating thing that it says there. And that's obviously, well, maybe not obviously, it's from Christmas Chronicles 2, which has a lot to do with the star Bethlehem, has a lot to do with light, it has something to do with Christmas trees, obviously, that's what they're singing about. But today on the Christian Car Guys show, as we write, one of the things that I love to do in a car, I'm sure you do too, is to go look at Christmas lights, right? And you may have noticed, and I've certainly noticed, that since... COVID happened and so many different things. It seems like more people have put out lights. Have you noticed this, Bill? I, we moved, so our new neighborhood is lit up. Uh, of course, it's next to Tanglewood, so the, the neighborhood starts starts to look like Tanglewood. Well, for those who are listening in other places, Tanglewood is where our actual festival of lights are. So if you're in a car and you're driving through Tanglewood, you're going to see all these lights. I mean, it's 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 millions. Yeah, millions and millions. But but clearly in my neighborhood, I mean, you don't want to be the guy that doesn't have lights because it's just gone crazy. And the neat thing, when you think about it, is people want, they want eating, Bill. They, they, want, they want to feel that enchantment. They want to feel like, you know, things are getting back to what, you know, God originally intended. And, and it gives you a sense of peace. And and it gives you a sense of enlightenment. <laughs> so you know, obviously, this is a live show, and we'd love to hear from you this Christmas as we go into this Christmas season. As we're thinking about Christmas trees, I want to I want to say a few insurance things here. Okay, one thing I'd like you to do is to check all those extension cords and see if any of them are warm. If they're the least bit warm, you got a problem you need to address. It's really good to make sure you've got one of those got a safety pop on it that will go if there's a problem, but don't ever link two up together. For some reason, when you link two up together, you negate their benefits. So make it a, a, a safe holiday. Those of you that still have the, the fresh trees, cut the very bottom of it off right before you stick it in water and keep the water in it through the season so those needles don't dry out. Make it a happy, wonderful, safe, and not one of those that has the extra sirens that show up in the middle of the night. All right. So when it comes to your Christmas tree, right, which you're going to go get or you've already gotten it, like we, we went last weekend, it's our tradition to go up to Boone, North Carolina, and cut our Christmas tree, you know, which is really, really fun. And there's a hayride that you get on to go up there and do that. And you bundle up in a blanket and it's always cold and windy up there for whatever reason. And, and you know, it's just, it's it's a very festive thing. You bring it home, you know, and, and it is cut already at the bottom because, we, you know, it was fresh. I know it make you feel good, Bill. <laughs> well, a lot of people don't go see them cut it. So it's been cut about two weeks, you know. Makes a big difference if you nip it off at Oh, I, I understand. So I would love to know, what's your Christmas tree tradition or what's your thoughts about it? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. But I really feel like, and John Eldridge did a beautiful podcast this week. It's on Wild at Heart. And he talked about, you know, there is a larger story that the world has been telling since the beginning of time. And it's actually God's story. And it's God's story of how he is going to redeem us and put us back in that enchanted place that's going to smell like frankincense. And it's going to look like lit up, you know, 
Santa's village or whatever it is that that you picture um just this enchanted place that this beautiful gorgeous thing because Jesus came to do all that stuff and so how cool is it that we do get to hear his voice it's a it's a critical part of Christmas and, and so for me literally this morning I'm not talking about something that happened weeks ago but this morning on numerous occasions including when all my audio stuff failed <laughs> I'm asking God where are we going here <laughs> but I really wanted to go to see where he wanted to go this morning. And honestly, Bill, I'd been looking at John chapter 10 for maybe four or five weeks, trying to put together, how does this fit with Christmas? Because I know it happened on the 25th of Kislev, and I know that Jesus was going to teach something here. How, How does it fit, you know? What exactly does that, what does that do? And so I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm asking God this morning in prayer. I'm just saying, God, where, do you, where, where does this fit? How does this work? And, and he says to me, Robbie, go look at the feast of the original dedication. So very fun. Just take a blue letter Bible app and type in the word dedication, right? Which is the word that's used in John chapter 10. And, and it goes right to... Numbers chapter 7. I mean, this is how easy God took me on this path. And as soon as I saw Numbers chapter 7, I went, oh, hey, here is the original dedication of the tabernacle. And then I could see, wow. And I knew that Jesus was teaching about my sheep hear my voice. Well, what was Moses listening? And he, and he hears from the mercy seat, right, at the dedication. I mean, how beautiful is that? And then... You flip the chapter to chapter 8, and you see, what do they do? They light up the menorah. Well, I'd put it together that the menorah was a tree earlier in the week, and so I was, I've been thinking about the menorah all week, and you know, and I, you guys just get caught up in my, you know, what is this that I've been rambling about? But nonetheless, you know, just, I I'm, I'm, couldn't be more excited about what that means for me this Christmas, because one of the funnest things that I get to do really, is hear from God. I mean, Christmas wouldn't be Christmas for me if I didn't get to hear his voice. And I'm hoping that, that you share in that too, but I can tell you an easy way to do it. I, I, I taught this in my Sunday school last week. I guess a lot of people say, I never hear from God. I said, okay, finish this verse for me. For God so loved the world. He gave his forgiveness. Oh, God son. just told you that. Well, the Holy Spirit, right, gives you the rest of the verse. So take a Bible verse of your choice, and if you hear the end of it, guess who just told that to you? The more scripture you got tucked away in you, the better the Holy Spirit can talk to you. All right, right. So God talks to you through all that scripture, right? Well, as we get more and more used to that voice, then we can begin to hear. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. I spy something green tree oh my turn yeah okay i spy something tall tree okay uh i spy something with bark tree oh okay i spy something uh a vertical log tree
Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, how lovely are your branches. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, how lovely are your branches. Not only green when summer's here, but in the coldest time of year. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas Right, there we finally, <laughs> we got it. And that was the intro that we, we had for today's show, oh, Christmas tree. And you might have heard from Brother Bear, the two moose, if you didn't know that, but, but the, when they were talking about the game I Spy, which I hope you play, and it's a great game, by the way, to play in a car, but if you're in the woods and all you see <laughs> are trees, you know, that's kind of where it goes. I spy something green, you know, I spy, you know, and it's it's funny because ever since we saw that on my kids anytime we play the game we cannot we just can't help but i see i spy a vertical log <laughs> anyway you know as we go into this time of year we all get a chance to travel you know what is what is it that you feel like god is saying to you and one of the things you know, as I talked about, that I get to hear God's voice to me is one of the most exciting things I can possibly imagine. I get to hear it as I study his word. I get to hear it actually when I ask him certain questions. And so one of the questions that I ask every year is what is a word that that we can work on this year? And last year in December, he gave me the word engage and so all year long i've been asking okay god where where do you want me to engage and he had me engaging in all sorts of different exercise things different a whole bunch of fun things i got to engage in in 2022 based on that word that he gave me but the real thing that he gave me to engage is in scripture memorization and and, and so he's he started off easy for me bill so i started off he wanted me to memorize the third excuse me, the 16th Psalm. I'd already memorized the 23rd Psalm. Now he wanted me to memorize the 16th Psalm, which the 16th Psalm's really, really cool. It's the one in his presence is fullness of joy, right? And so it didn't take me but maybe a month or so to memorize the 16th Psalm. And I now I had that in my heart, like you were talking about, right? And I could hear it any time. And it was amazing how many times somebody would say something and it would flick off a verse that was in that Psalm. Because it's, especially the end of it is like my, you know, heart rejoices in, in all these different things that happen. So I get done with that and he, I'm saying, what now, God? And he said, oh, I want you to memorize the 13th Psalm. So in my mind, and God's sense of humor, as I am thinking, how long is the 13th Psalm? <laughs> and so if you happen to know the first verse in the 13th Psalm, you know what it is? How long? <laughs> and so, you know, I, the thirteenth psalm, by the way, is a very short psalm, and it's "How long will you forget me, O Lord?" and 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 it and it, it it wasn't terribly long. Well, so I get done with the thirteenth psalm, and I was like, "Okay, God, what? Where are we engaging now?" And He said, "Okay, Robbie, I want you to memorize the hundred and nineteenth psalm." 
<laughs> and so the good news is I'm still engaged in that to this very day. I think I'm in the 80s now of verses that I have. But I mean, oh my goodness, what a journey it has been for four months. And, and there's no explaining to anybody how the things that you've memorized um, will light up in your face, you know, throughout the day if, if, when, you, when you're working on that much scripture. And the neat thing is, is, Bill, I got a long drive every day to, from the station back, and I actually make it four times because I go home for lunch. And, and I, that's when I do all my reciting back and forth. And, and so all that comes to life. And so this week, as I was, you know, just delighted, I was just like, man, God, this has been so much fun, this word engage. How could you beat this word for 2022? I'm like, man, there's just no way. I, I, I can't imagine there could be anything more fun than I've had in 2021 with this word. What's my word for 2022? And it didn't take me long. And he said, Robbie, your word for 2022 is delight. He said, oh, this couldn't be good. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, I, you know, the year before was, the, the year before I had Engage, right? That, that word was love. It was a Hava love. It was a different kind of love than, than I had really studied before. And the word before that was prosper, which was really, that took me in places that I, but I, what I'm saying all this is to say, is that one of the neatest Christmas presents I get personally, right, is what Jesus is talking about in John chapter 10, my sheep hear my voice, right? And, and I get to hear it through scripture, I do, in, in so many different ways by the Holy Spirit and all this other stuff, but I actually ask, I, I have, certain questions I love to ask him. I like to ask him, what are you praying for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bill's looking up. Yeah, praying for you, Robbie. Listen, I'm trying to get you to listen. <laughs> Look over there, Robbie. You know, stopping. But anyway, so as, as you're entering into this season you know what what flips your switch what makes it seem like christmas to you i would love to hear it 866-348-7884 866-34-TRUTH you know it's just me bill i i read this that said we were supposed to set our scales back 15 pounds right before thanksgiving <laughs> it's, it's the food it's the food in december that messes with me the most <laughs> Yeah. So it's kind of like daylight savings time yes. for, for our scale. Set your scales back 15 pounds. That's uh, a good idea. I like that. I tell you what I really need to do is to set the scales up about two and a half feet. So I've got to step way up, step way back down. Well, think about that. It's a feast, right? Yes. It's a feast for Thanksgiving. It's a feast for Christmas. Because there's no doubt in my mind he wants us to delight in him. And he wants us to delight in fellowship, right? Because when you when you're when you're feasting at Thanksgiving, who are you doing that with? God. Now and, I'm, and your family, which is dearer to you, right? I'm almost positive sweet potato casserole and manna are the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's sweet. Do you like that that mm. much, really? Oh yes, I uh, could have uh, marshmallow and nuts. Or after about thirty servings through Christmas, and I. 
done for about 11 months. But, ooh, I love it in the end of November and December. So another thing that, I, you know, obviously it is the Christian Car Guy show. And so, you know, one of the things that to me is really, really fun, as we're talking about, is the idea of fellowship, right? At Christmas, you're going to have a feast with who? Your family, the people that are close to you. Church right? groups have a lot of fellowships. Right. I'm a going, lot of the different I'm, I have two, two parties this weekend. I, my Sunday school, my special needs Sunday school class is tonight. And then um, tomorrow is Maslin Journey. And, and, and as we feast together, right? But one of the cool things is if you're in your car going to on some adventure to see some family member, this is a great opportunity to play. <laughs> your bump, the intro? Right. Well, let's see, you know, to play games like I Spy, ah. something green, or, you know, the alphabet game, or, you know, but one of the things that, you know, and I, I, I love to travel in the car with my family. The worst thing that can happen is they get on their phones, okay? So what we have to do is we have to come up with something that we fellowship together in the car, right, to make the most out of the journey. And, of course, you know me. I love to sing, and I don't sing well, but I love to sing. And so in my, in my car, it's not unusual for us to, you know, sing Christmas carols, Right. With your family, did you ever do that, Bill? I'm yeah, I, I have told people for years my kids would take a collection to keep me from singing at church. But do you sing Christmas carols in your car? Uh, only if I'm by myself and it's playing on the radio. You know, even with your own kids, you won't sing? Like I said, they took a collection <laughs> to keep me from singing. So, you know, those are some precious, precious memory of singing those songs with my mother and father. Oh, when we were in the car, I mean, they had to keep four of us, you know, from throwing each other out the window and all that stuff. So, you know, what, what, what do you do to make it a delight in the car? 866-348-7884. Ah, somebody's calling in. I'd love to hear from you. we got so much more Christian Car Guy show coming up. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Come on, my soul. Oh, don't you get shy on me. Lift up your song. Because you've got a lion inside of those wounds. Get up and praise the Lord. And I know it's nice. I've nothing else fit for my king. That is, well, you're listening to the Christian Car Guy show, but that's Brandon Lake with his song Gratitude, which if you want to just be blown out of your mind, eh, we, the Chosen with the, I think it's called Christmas with the Chosen that's in theaters right now. It, it was originally got all sold out when we went to get tickets for originally. My wife and I went to see it Thursday night, but oh my goodness, it's in theaters right now. And when Brandon Lake sings that song, so it's a concert with, with different wonderful audio, um, art, artists, but then they have a, a new episode of The Chosen. 
that you can see, which is spectacular, has to do with the birth of Christ. But I can tell you, Bill, I, <laughs> I've worshipped in my life. I mean, I mean I've been in, a, in some amazing things. But when, when we were in this experience of Christmas with the Chosen, when Brandon Lake sang that song, my eyes didn't just cry tears, they gushed. Have you ever had that happen? I don't remember that happening, no, sir. I mean, they literally were gushing. I was like, oh, my gosh, and I, my wife like, was very emotional. But it's just a beautiful thing. And uh, so if you have a chance to go see that, oh, man, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Christmas with the Chosen, I, I wanted to say that. But as you're thinking about your Christmas, we have Miss Ward. She's going to share something with us here today. Miss Ward, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. <laughs> Hey, how you doing, Brother Robin? How are you? I'm oh so glad God. to hear from you again what you got for us today. Oh, well, well, um, you guys know I've been having some car problems, but I had someone to drive me around. And the person that I drove around, I had been ministering to. Really? And then it turned into, yes, and then, then it turned into, um, would you please talk to my, my cousin because he's in trouble. So, and then I'm like, yes, I'll talk. This just happened just yesterday. So I end up talking to him and ministering to him, and this young man, he's in great despair. He doesn't, um, he doesn't see what it, it put a, um, the life to live anymore. He doesn't have that will to live anymore, and he was bound with um, drugs and things like that. So, and I understood that type of life, and I, I, I told him I prayed with him, and I shared the scriptures with him, um, but um, he just couldn't see how Christmas relates to everything. And I said, well, first of all, you have to give your life to Christ. And the gift that keeps on giving, which God did get, keeps giving me, is the self-light that's inside of us to continue to ignite and tell other people. So that's what I did on yesterday. And I want you to pray for this young man. His name is Tony. Um, and hopefully he makes it to the, um, the facility where he was going to get cleansed again. And I told him he has to start afresh anew, um, get restarted, rebooted, you know, in Christ Jesus. And that's, that's the greatest gift I could give him on yesterday. And I have a song. Oh, you couldn't. I hope I have time to sing it. Yeah, well, let's pray for Tony real quick, and then you can sing, okay? Okay, okay thank you. Thank you. Um, what a way to share the light, really, Miss Ward. So, God, thank you. Jesus, wonderful. I'm so grateful yes. for Miss Ward and her opportunity that you gave her to share you with Tony. And, and we pray that the seeds that have been planted, the ones that you've been planting in his life all, all his life, Lord, that, yes. that he would find water for them, that he would thirst, that he would hunger for you, and that, and that he would see light in a new way this season. Lord, we pray that you would save his soul. And I thank you yes. for a chance to pray for Tony with Miss Ward. In yes. Jesus' name, I pray. So, yes, Miss Ward, if you got a song, we would love to hear it. <laughs> okay. It's a song to the nation. You know, it's something God gave me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Yes, he purchased each and every one. He redeemed us by his blood. Oh, every heart to humble of the mention of his name. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is king. He came into his own. But his own received him not. He gave you his greatest gift. He gave his all in all. I 
gave you. He said, I gave you my greatest gift, and I gave my all in all. I gave you my perfect love. I gave you me. And still you doubt. Oh, yes, and still you doubt. I am that I am that I am that I am. Oh, and still you doubt. Oh, yes, and still you doubt. I am that I am that I am that I am. He's just saying he is and he is and he is the light. Everything else is shadows of him. He is the gift oh, that's a yeah, that's a that's a beautiful way to put that, Bill. Everything else is a shadow of him because he is the light. Yes. I'm so glad you called light. in. You just brightened up the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was nervous about it. I was like, oh God, why? Because he always has. And I told you, he started my ministry to ignite to walk through your through your radio program. But for whatever reason, I don't understand all that. But you know, all things working together. <laughs> Oh, they do. They do. And I'm so grateful for your calling in and sharing, Tony, because I'm going to be praying. That is so wonderful. So wonderful. And that is. I thought you guys would appreciate that. You know, a life. We're talking about a precious life here. Oh, that's exactly the message, right? That Jesus said, you know, go share the light. I mean, that's the deal. We're the messengers of of that light. And he lit it in us. and, And so we get a chance to. To, to share it, and it's just, you couldn't be more clear. Thank you, Miss Ward. God bless. I, I thank you, sir, because you, 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 lit, you lit some, your, your light was shining, too, and you was burning, too. That was the only reason why I was able to even call in, through the strength of what I have been listening to over the period of time. Oh, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank God you. bless. Bye-bye. So, you know, as we think about, right, we get a chance to share the light in, in so many different ways, and in trees, or in song, you know, isn't it interesting in food, right? <laughs> well, you brought it up. Yes. Now, what we need to do is to make sure we're mentioning Jesus through all these wonderful interactions that we're doing, and we don't focus on the presence. We need to focus on, boy, my life was changed, and the instances where I talked to God, and the instances where I heard Him, and to tell people that life is more wonderful when you've got Jesus in your heart. Yeah, it is the larger story. In other words, we can get caught up in the little story of all the craziness that's going on right this minute or the huge story that God is, he is redeeming his bride. He is rescuing us all. He is taking us back to this place of complete enchantment, this place of beauty where every single sense will be in delight right? Whether that's a sense of taste or a sense of sound or a sense of smell or, you know, just what, you know, the light itself represents. We've got to focus on the salvation part of Jesus. We've got to focus on more people being part of the family. Oh, that's beautiful. And And that is a wonderful season to do it because it is darker, in December. <laughs> it, it just is. And, and it's and it's it's a time where people are a little hungrier for light. And, and so this is the opportunity. And you can do that um, in so many different ways. We're going to be praying. And I thank you so much for listening today, for sharing. It's Bill. always a pleasure to come on. And we're so glad you tuned in today. And Merry Christmas. And remember, 
slow down, of course. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years, and we could not be more blessed that you continue to listen to the Christian Car Guy show. And oh yeah, I've got a podcast every day now at ChristianCarGuy.com. You can listen on the 119th Psalm. I'm going through that verse by verse. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. <clears throat> This is the Truth Network.